Hello, everyone. Welcome. You've done it. You found it. Against all odds, you have placed yourself squarely in the sights of the podcast that kicks the cool to the curb. This is Kick the Cool, and it's a great oh, yeah. place to be. I mm-hmm. am your little, little brother, Wopsle. I'm your big sister, ah. Shishi. And I'm your big little brother, Tone. <laughs> shh, Tony, shh. And we are giving you the reviews that you didn't know you needed. Hey, guys, right <laughs> off the bat, can I hit you with this? Okay. Hit us. Hit us. It, it, it surely was a Shawshank Redemption. that was okay i don't know i don't know how you got him into your closet is what i'm wondering i truly did not know who was speaking right then i feel like i decided that i wanted to have one really good impression in my life so i've been working (laughs) On that. Now, can you tell me who you think that was? Well, it's got to be Morgan Freeman. Okay. Yeah, no. that's what I would say is Morgan. Morgan Freeman was my guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a pretty good, pretty good <laughs> Was guess. it supposed to be Tim Robbins? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> if so, that was not good. <laughs> Referring to his character. <laughs> right. Andy Dufresne <laughs> is who I played in the movie. <laughs> Okay, that's that's pretty good too. Now you're enunciating more clearly than I did, but it sounds better. So maybe I need to move my lips when I do it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> currently you're not I'm doing a ventriloquist act, Russell. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel, I feel like Morgan Freeman's one of those that everybody's got, don't they? Like everybody can at least try a Morgan Freeman. I feel like. Um, but no one does it like very good because. Morgan Freeman's voice is one of the most distinct, mm-hmm. you know, unique things in the world. And and so no one can do it very well, but everyone tries. Well, mm-hmm. Tone, let me hit you with this. It truly was a Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, did I just debunk your theory or... Uh... <laughs> you have other skills. <laughs> No, you do. No, she, I like she, that. That's a good point. I don't know. You, you have plenty of other skills, Wopsle. Um, here's the other funny part about it is I've tried lots of different lines, but some of some of our more astute listeners will know that line is actually from the TV show Last Man on Earth. Right. Oh. <laughs> and so it's, right. it's Will about that. It's Will Forte. Trying to sound like Morgan Freeman. And oh so, my god! Oh, so you actually that's, did nail you nailed you the did. voice. I actually, yeah, think that's where I've I've really nailed it. Yeah. Oh, Whoppy, <laughs> that was great. I've tried lots of different ones. Now, she do you do you have a do you have a Morgan Freeman? Oh, I knew you were going to do that to me. <laughs> got, got to. Um. I don't even know what he would say. Give me a line well, and I'll say it like make him, ma- ma- make him say something that you would say in your normal everyday okay. life. You filled out this paperwork wrong. Oh, I, wow. I can't get down that low. Nothing I do is going to make it good. 
I did that for you. <laughs> that was really great. <laughs> Constantly telling people they're filling out their paperwork wrong. <laughs> so that's really yeah. I, I would love. <laughs> there's got to be on TikTok somebody that can do a Morgan Freeman voice really well, just saying the most mundane things. <laughs> right. That's that what would I was be really thinking. great. Yeah. Yeah. I would like a little more salt, please. <laughs> but see, when you do it, since it's actually decent tone, it doesn't sound so mundane. Right. It's like, <laughs> right. It's like, ooh, ooh he wants salt. That's from the legend of Bagger Salt, I think. <laughs> Bagger Salt. Um, the other, salty the other Vance. One, just, the legend of Salty Vance. <laughs> salty Vance. Oh, salty. <laughs> um, the other one that I considered doing, of course, was Christopher Walken, because I feel like everyone's right. also got a Christopher Walken. Yes, yes. But if nothing else, I just got so annoyed with myself in my car going like, <laughs> it's me and I'm turning left next. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really angry at myself every yeah. time. And I was like, I got to have a more like practicable one. Um, yeah. <laughs> this sounded like ailing, ailing robot. Is what to me it sounded like. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I did Dist the distressed robot. Okay, well, I think that we need to find you a guy that kind of has your voice quality. Yeah, and then you can like maybe William Shatner. I think maybe you guys have the same okay. type Ooh. of voice, and yeah. so if you do his, you know, you can learn his. You could probably do it right now. The Shat. That <laughs> puts a different spin on things. <laughs> no, I think I've, I think I've guys, got, I think I've got the chat. Here we go. It goes like this. <laughs> There's. Oh wait, is he the one that, that talked about things on the wing? Was that him? Yes. There's yeah. something on the wing. There's something on the wing. Yeah, so, you sound yeah. just yeah. like it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that, was that was the chat. Totally. Okay. Well, from now on, I'll just stick with the chat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I like that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for letting me workshop some of my some of my material on y'all and for your encouragement. Um, this, of course, is a review show where we help people tremendously with things oh, like boy. Morgan Freeman so helpful. voices. Um, yes. So, Shishi, you're up first this week. What do you got for us? Well, this week I got to bring the a listener suggestion to the show, and this is from Jeff W. There's lots of Jeffs in the world. This is Jeff W. And there's he, only one Jeff W. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And he suggested he's kin to, that he's kin, he's, he's kin to George W. By the way, I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I have to ask him about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and he suggested that we review karaoke. And I think that we all know a little something about karaoke. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Whoop yeah. whoop. Yeah, Tone. Why don't you give us your impressions first? Karaoke is awesome. Uh, I I've done more hours of karaoke than probably anything. You know, Malcolm Gladwell says you have to put in ten thousand hours <laughs> to be good at something. I think I'm at about two thousand hours on on oh, uh, karaoke. Wow. Okay. And that's my highest. Yeah. So. Oh, I didn't know that about you. What about you, Wappy? You sing karaoke very often? 
You know, I kind of like to. My downfall with karaoke is I always want to play like the interesting song that people are going to be like, <laughs> oh, this guy has eclectic taste. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's the exact wrong song for karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. When you're doing like like a the last track on the first Mumford and Sons album that no one ever <laughs> heard. Right. Is that available like, on karaoke? So cool. And everyone's like, that's fine, I guess. But like, Yeah. The two pitfalls that I always run into are, number one, the key. I can't mm. sing a man's song a lot of times because the key is just a little bit too low. So I can't go up higher and I can't go down low. So I, I just get stuck. And then you're up there in the in the spotlight. Like everybody's waiting for you to be good <laughs> or not. You know, whatever. Like, oh, here it comes. Here it right, comes. Right, right, right. <laughs> I got friends in old places. <laughs> right. So, yeah. um. Uh, and then also, I really hate picking a song that has a really long instrumental break. Oh, I yeah. mean, then what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Standing up there. I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you what I do every single time. I look. I turn around. I look at the screen, and I go instrumental break. <laughs> instrumental break. <laughs> you know what I do. I stand there and put my arms down by my side until it's over. <laughs> just <laughs> stiff as a board. Just suitcase arms, just waiting for your turn again. At attention. Okay, now it's time to sing again. Yeah, and then I'm animated and it's great. <laughs> I think I tend to think of it too seriously. Like, I really need to impress these people. Right. Uh, well, I do too. Yeah. Do you do that, Wopsle? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Because like, like a great here's the problem is is if you're waiting till your turn and someone else gets up there and just like does a song that everybody's loving right everyone's singing along and they sounded like pretty good not professionally good but like good enough that everyone was in on the party mm -hmm. yeah then you're like i i mean i've got to get up there and like get 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 the party keep it keep it going and yeah it's just a lot of pressure <laughs> it's, it's really dead you might choose welcome to the jungle because that's one of your favorite songs and <laughs> right. then you have to do the opening scream and it just you, you lose them <laughs> the party's over right I, they're like what <laughs> is happening <laughs> I have hey t t tell me this <laughs> yeah, right they're like hey, is there a doctor in the house <laughs> yes <laughs> Something is not right about this situation. It's, it's 12 cats in a trench coat up here. Got on right. stage somehow. <laughs> um, You're in the jungle, baby. It's a threat. Um, <laughs> he hates me. I, I, how about this, guys? I know I have never picked a song that I've been confident in for the duration of my singing the song <laughs> it's about 25 to 30 percent that i regret the decision so yeah, yes much. have you guys ever been confident all the way through or is that just oh. what karaoke yeah. is there is one song that i have been very confident with and that was whose beds have your whose boot wait whose bed have whose your boots bed? been under by right. shania twain uh -huh. that one i know from beginning to end i will there's not a whole bunch of instrumental stuff where my arms are stiff. It's good. I'm confident and fine. Everything else is crap. <laughs> so. Well, I will tell you one thing. Like, well, oh, hold on. Wopsle, do you have a certain song that is the one? 
Um, do you feel com- that you feel comfortable with? No, definitely not. I remember the last time I did karaoke, it was a few years ago now, but I thought about like, what's the most singable song? And at the time, listen, I know this is going to sound stupid, but I convinced myself that it was Elephant Love Medley from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Oh, wow. Oh, because boy. it has moments of great singability. But yeah. the whole thing was really not. So it started out and I said, <laughs> my gift is my song. And everyone yeah. was like, woo, yeah, it's going to be great. And then the rest of the time they were like, man, I wish this guy wasn't singing this song. <laughs> Can we just right. stop it now? Like, do you ever want to do that? Just stop it <laughs> yeah. in the middle? So, okay, uh, so what? So no, I don't have any positive experiences. <laughs> Let's talk about the bad experiences, okay? Well, so I have to mention that my worst experience was I did, I decided, and I've, so I have the same problem Wopsle has. I have a problem with picking the wrong song. Yeah. And I usually pick a song that to me is going to be really great emotionally. And then <laughs> like for everyone else, that is, they want to hear party rock anthem. Right. And I'm doing counting crows track seven. Right. <laughs> so, so like I get up there and I'm like, oh, yeah, George Michael, one more try. I'm about to <laughs> kill people with this rendition. And it starts It starts out, it's like, I've had enough of danger and people on the streets. And then the next line, he goes a little higher. <laughs> okay. And I went, um, look. And I turned around. And I tapped the karaoke guy on the shoulder and he turned around and looked at me and I handed him the mic. He goes, what's going on? I said, nope. And I walked away. <laughs> Smart man. Wait, you Smart can man. do that? Yeah. Second line. Yeah, I walked oh, away. I was like, no, I'm out of the pool, man. I'm sorry. I'm out of the pool. <laughs> and I just went and sat down and he looked and he was like yelling at me like, you gotta sing, man. And uh, everyone looked at me very strangely, and I did not care because I was not going <laughs> to sing that song. You made a wise decision. I think yeah, I, I could have always taken it down two octaves and been like, I'm looking out for <laughs> angels. Nobody wanted to stupid. hear that. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I support you as my brother and whoever. Everyone I know is trying to do their own thing, but I got to tell you, I feel very compelled to stand in my shame when I've chosen the wrong song. I right. feel like it is my my uh, obligation. All right. Well, let's rate this puppy. Tone, what do you rate? Karaoke. Well, I love having to explain my rating, but I'm going to go with it this time. Uh, I'm going to rate karaoke. I'm going to go with three out of, no, 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 nine out of ten uh, family traditions. So the reason I'm saying family tradition is because there was a great story that came into our family and she, yeah, she, she, why don't you let us know what that story is? That way my rating will make sense. So, uh, we went to a, a family festival at the school. It was the fall festival and they had karaoke set up in the cafeteria. And, um, so little kids were there running around. It was a grade school and just like, you know, all the families were running around doing stuff. So this little girl gets up there. She's probably nine years old and she starts singing. <laughs> Family tradition. She's the cutest. She's got a little French braid in her hair. She's wearing a little by Hank Williams knee dress. Jr. Family traditions by and so she's singing, Hank, why do you drink? Why do you roll smoke? 
I mean, it's just the, it's so funny. And then the next kid did Highway to Hell. So it was just, it was a <laughs> show, if I may say so. That's a great rating because that was oh, the highlight man. of my life. I was laughing so hard and nobody else was laughing and I couldn't figure out why. I guess I just don't have any self-control because they I know they wanted to. why do you drink why do you roll smoke i wonder if she actually knew that she shouldn't have been singing that song in front of everyone like when she's reading the words oh i didn't know it said that i think i think that she picked that song because it was so autobiographical and she was probably she was really trying to figure out why do i drink and smoke so much (laughs) yeah <laughs> she oh, was trying man. to choose between family traditions and black sheep. She couldn't fig- decide right. which song would be better for her. <laughs> All right, that's a great oh, rating. That's good. Uh, Wopsle, what do you rate karaoke? <laughs> um, you know, I, it's it's what it makes me think of. I got to rate karaoke thirteen out of nineteen regrettable song choices. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's great. That is um, someday. All right, I'm going to rate karaoke half of the key signatures because I can sing in those. I'm not going to rate it the other half of the key signatures that I can't sing in. So half the key signatures. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my rating. <laughs> I'm so excited to go karaokeing with you guys. Oh, oh it's going to be the greatest. We're going to suck so hard. Oh, it's it's going to be great. It's going to be oh. awesome. You know, karaoke's really for yourself. It's not for the other people, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and she, if you could go ahead and learn the other part of Elephant Love Medley, then we'll just do at that puppy. <laughs> okay. It just feels so bad the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Je- thank you to Jeff for sending that suggestion in. We would love Thanks, to- Jeff. Yep. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Well, good review, good ratings. And I think we all know more about karaoke. Um, helping so many people as wow. we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, Tone, you are up next. Uh, what do you got for us to review? Well, today, in order to help as many people as possible, I know, I know we've already helped a big ton of people. Okay. I know that. That's just true. It's a fact. Today, today, we're going to even step it up a little bit more. I know there's a lot of people out there saying, hey, in the day and age of COVID 19, can I go to a public? pool and that's what we're going to review today is public pools Hmm. public pools yeah so so what is your first thoughts about public pools sir man i don't think there's a lot of people in my generation i'm still in my 30s i don't think public pools are as big of a deal but in Prague, oklahoma our hometown i grew up going to that pool and loving it. I literally learned how to swim in that pool. You go down and touch the drain. You'd like <laughs> think mm-hmm. that you were going to like impress all the hot moms that you like thought like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're going to really dig 11-year-old Wopsle's cannonball. <laughs> um, but it was just such a unique thing that uh, I'm, I'm sad that kids won't get to experience. I love the public pool. It was $2 nice. to get in all of my years growing up. And so it's just like if I had a hold of a dollar or something, I'd be like just one more dollar, I'm going to get in that pool. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, I love the pool tone. Now it would be very different if you, you know, owned a pool at home. Like that would make your appreciation of the public pool probably a lot less. But we never had a pool, so it was definitely a cool well, thing. I- Shishi, what do you think about the public pool? Okay, I have a few thoughts. First of all, 
Uh, Wopsle, I've been to the public pool lately, and there it is just as crowded as it ever was. The one <laughs> yeah. in Shawnee is the one we go to now. I mean, it's been a few years, but yeah, I used to take the kids all the time. Um, but the the thing I remember about the Prague pool is that we had a giant devil face painted yes. on the bottom of the pool. And so, you know, we would play games on that face. Like you had to stand on their nose and you had to touch their <laughs> eyeball and, you, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the reason I have to admit, <laughs> it wasn't a Satanist pool. <laughs> it was the Prague Red Devils was the mascot. So. It, yes, were we Satanists. were the Red Devils yeah. so growing anytime up. Anytime we reference a devil, that's what we're talking about. So. Every time. <laughs> Gosh, just so but there are so many, like, there are so many sensory memories that I have of that place that I couldn't get anywhere else. Like the smell of the wet mm -hmm. concrete in the dressing rooms and the lockers clanging and you know, the slap of your wet feet on the on the concrete and yeah. Right. Screaming, echoing screams. When they tell you not to run, but you do that really <laughs> weird duck thing where your feet slap really hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You also do that when the pavement's very hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tone, do you remember it as fondly as we do? <laughs> no, not as fondly, I will say, because I had, until a certain age, I had a fear of the water. Mm -hmm. And um, and so the public pool was usually a better place to swim than, say, the lake. Because if we were at the lake, a lot of times we were with our cousins. Mm -hmm. And our cousins. <laughs> yeah. oh, you were getting dunked. They, and that was it. You were getting dunked mm -hmm. at least 10 times in a row. And you would literally drown. <laughs> and then they would save you and then be like, oh, we baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and so um, so oh, I was uh, definitely a little happier at the public pool. <laughs> you but I had something to I, hang on to. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But I was too scared of the dives, the even the low dive. I wouldn't jump mm -hmm. off the low dive because I was I was too scared. So for me, it lost a lot of its luster because those two diving boards were always staring at me, going, "Ha ha, you'll never defeat us." <laughs> right. But we had a lot of fun in the in the shallow end. I mean, I was scared of the water too for a long time. Don't diss the fun we had in the shallow end. And, that's true. That's and true. doing that little hand over hand crawl around the all, entire edge. You went in the deep end. You just stayed by the wall. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I was a. I actually didn't real. I was not a shallow end guy. I was a diving board only, <laughs> all day long as it was open diving board guy. We'd play drown the rat. You know where someone had to like tread water out there. Oh and God. Everyone's, like <laughs> tried to dive as close as you could to them and like that's hurt them and so dangerous. So fun. It was awesome. Yeah. And then oh, the lifeguard the told you to stop. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you would think. You would no, think. It was MG up there, and he'd just be like, he was the judge <laughs> of who won the biggest splash of drowning the rat. <laughs> um, what do you actually call a guy with no arms or legs swimming in the swimming pool? <laughs> <laughs> Are, you really want me to answer it? <laughs> Uh, yes, please. <laughs> or maybe we should make out a contest. They can tell us the answer to the joke. <laughs> well, here's the here's my problem with that. Historically, the answer is Bob, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But I think it's I think it's Sink. I think his name is Sink. Because <laughs> you're not gonna Bob <laughs> with no arms and but no legs. Sure, you are. Humans float. Yeah, that's the that's the floaty part. When you're laying on your back, your legs want to sink down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so. I might give you that. So what what do you call um, <laughs> I don't 
like this. What do you call a man with no arms and no legs water skiing? Skip. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. You're never going to see it. So that's the only reason it's okay. <laughs> I, you know, I will say, I try to act like I'm all bad on the uh, on the diving board. But I will say, whenever I first started going to the public pool, they had the high dive and the low dive. Oh yes. But during my time there they got they they lowered the high dive to be the same height. Oh right. But oh, yeah. really? I was but very I, sad about that. Well, yeah, but it, it was the right call, I think. Yeah. Because the high dive's dangerous. So so I was so confident on the other diving board that I got up there and, and like, you know, I feel like the swimming pool is going to put your insecurities and like shortcomings on display to your friends in the most yes. matters. Yes. Yes. And so I got up, uh, you know, climbed up the ladder. It's so weird that you're waiting in line on the ladder. At least that's how we were back yeah. in the day. So there was yeah. like 10 kids on the ladder. And I finally got up there and walked to the edge and I, I, I couldn't do it. I thought I was all, you know, I was all tough and, and I wasn't. And so I turned it around to go back down. And not only would it have been hard to go back down, but there's 10 kids on the ladder. Yeah. So it's like impossible to go back down. Yeah. And so the person at the top was like, sorry, man, you can't go back down. You got to jump. And then I- I'm glad that this did. This could have ruined my entire experience. And I would have had to move to a different country because my next move, I wish I could say it was jumping off the high dive, but it wasn't. Instead, I yelled out to the lifeguard and told on the kids on the ladder. <laughs> And the lifeguard oh, came no. around and made everybody back down the ladder so that I could get down and not jump off. That's the softest move ever. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I can't believe I survived that somehow. I, I mean, yeah. Oh, the man. fact that you had any modicum of uh, popularity <laughs> oh amazes <gosh>. me. <laughs> oh, it's the. I, I still like. Oh, it's the worst. Maybe the worst, most embarrassing moment of my life. Was right. telling, telling on the kids on the ladder so oh I could get back gosh. down. <laughs> they won't move. <laughs> Let me down. Oh. If I was the lifeguard, there's no doubt I would have pretended that I didn't hear you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's clear. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. Well, you know when when before I could swim well maybe even at all, I did the same thing you did, Wopsle. I would like kind of jump over over to the side and get Uh as close to the wall as I could off the high dive, mind you. But I was so, you know, like you're a kid, you think you know where you're going. So I would jump like a foot away from the side. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I could have splatted on the concrete at any moment. (laughs) Well, they finally put a stop to that after a long time. Like I did it for a long time before they made me stop. And I'm just like, how many times did I just escape death as a child and had no idea? (laughs) We're lucky to be here, friends. (laughs) Hey, Tone, I I just wanted to ask, what made you choose this topic? This was a great topic, but you didn't really talk very much. So I kind of feel like it was a generous topic where you wanted us to tell the stories. (laughs) <laughs> well, most of my most of my experiences with with water and childhood are all like just bad stories. So I wanted you guys to pump me up and make me feel better about public pools. Oh, so. well, you don't definitely have never peed in one. Definitely. No. Everyone no. gets out. It's awesome. Everyone, Everyone gets, gets out. Goes out. to the restroom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so does that make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe the best like moment in public pool history. Oh, I yes. In, in pool history. How did we not point this out? Yeah. Is Costanza. 
Oh, oh. okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it. I have another. I have a movie in mind, but Costanza is very notable. Remember that yes. I reviewed him. Yes. yes, and I am not sure what we mentioned this part. So yeah, right. But he, of course, he says I was in the pool is a famous line, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, and and that's very much the case. You know, we've all run into that. And then yeah. later on, we know when he's retelling that story in order to get that apartment. <laughs> so he's talking about how bad his life is. As he says it this way, he goes, "And there was." Significant shrinkage. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, oh, there I think always is. I think that's a good thing because then at least, you know, it, it's like less to worry about. I mean, <laughs> it's not in the way anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't have that problem. <laughs> but if it's going, if it's away, if it's gone, it's less, less to worry about. All right. Well, I tell you what, let's rate the public pool, guys. You've been waiting to do this all, all your life. Let's rate it. Wopsle, what do you rate the public pool? I'm going to rate it um, one Baby Ruth or Snickers kind of melted and crushed up and thrown in the pool. Because <laughs> <laughs> people were always doing that. <laughs> right. Right. The baby Ruth. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Shishi, what do you rate public pools? Well, now I feel like I have to rate it a snack too, because I had a special snack. And yeah. it was uh I'm gonna rate it fifteen snow cones. Fifteen rainbow snow cones oh, from across rainbow the street. Snow cone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to rate them one giant corn dog. Corn dog. Did they have corn dogs there? I don't know. Let's call it corn dog. All right. Well, thanks, Tone. That was a good, a good, was a good, a good review that certainly helped a lot of people. Um, before we go to our last review, though, we do have to go to our five star review. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, that's right. Welcome to Five Star Reviews. This is the part of our podcast every week where we tell you what D&D podcast we are listening to currently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, no, I do want to talk about a D&D podcast again, but you know, I was thinking uh I think the reason that Tony and I both are listening to all these D&D podcasts is because we love the game of Dungeons and Dragons and we don't get to play it ever. Uh-huh. And so we just want to listen to other people play it. <laughs> right. So I could go on all day about D&D podcasts. But the one I want to talk about today is um, one that is a friend of the show. I know they've been listening to Kick the Cool for a long time, and they kind of just started. And they are called Cantrips and Cocktails. So they're Cantrips only seven or eight episodes in, and they always have some kind of mixed drink that they're drinking uh, together and suggest that you make one as well to drink with them if that is your deal. But it's just one of those ones that I think are pretty enjoyable because they're having fun. And and I don't know I don't know what makes a good D and D podcast from a bad one. Tony, you've listened to a bunch. Can you tell which one what makes one stick and what makes one kind of a dud for you? For me, it's about character development. Mm-hmm. If you can develop your characters over time and don't just, you know, sit there and roll dice 
but actually get into the role playing side of it. To me, that's what a good, uh, good D and D podcast. Is. I'm not exactly sure what that magic sauce is, but for me anyway, cantrips and cocktails has it. It's like they are they take themselves seriously, but not at all too seriously. Another thing that makes it great, and I actually don't know the guy that DMs cantrips and cocktails. But he does a great job world building and like talking about the different things that are going on and why this city is important in the grand right. scheme of things. And that makes a big right. difference too, being able to like put yourself in the setting. Totally, totally. <laughs> well, and so that also means that they are, huh, they're nerds, right? <laughs> Obviously. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, what? We're friends. I have never actually played d and I feel like I have. But I don't, I don't think I ever have, like I've tried to, but you wouldn't let me. So, um, but I have listened to a lot of people talk about it because my son Cameron is, uh, really into it yeah. periodically. Um, so, you know, I know that there are dice involved, lots of sides. I know that there are <laughs> elves and dwarves and, uh, you know, uh, clerics and things, which I'm familiar with that format because of other video games that I've right. played. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I, I would really love to listen to a fun, drunk podcast about D&D. <laughs> that sounds right. really fun. Yeah. Well, I suggest you listen to it. Like I said, they're friends of the show. I think they're giving us a shout out on their uh, next episode as well. But um, they come out every other Friday. And I think it's worth your time. If you're looking for something that kind of think feels like our show, but with some guys having fun playing a game, um, give cantrips and cocktails. Uh, and welcome uh, to our D&D weekly spot. <laughs> this is called the D&D Zone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll see what, about that. What? <laughs> right. So, Sherry, you have a week to figure out exactly which D&D podcast you will be reviewing. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I'll get to work on that. <laughs> I think Carl might have something to say. <laughs> All right, well, I'm up for our last review this week, and um, I want to talk about something I love, and they are the rants that coaches and players do at a, at a press conference, often at a post-game oh, press right. conference. <laughs> right. But um, anytime a mic gets in front of their face, there are some of these kind of epic um, phrases or or rants that coaches and, and players go on. Um, oh. So, she, are you familiar with these? Do you feel like you know about these? I mean, I see them all the time. I'm not one that will go through to YouTube and just watch, you know, watch them. But, um, of course, the most the, the most iconic for us, because we're in Oklahoma, is when, now I'm not going to remember his name. I know his name. When it, the OSU guy says, I'm 40. So that, I'm 40. Is, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 40. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's his name? Tell me his name. I was wanting you to take a stab at it. Ah. Just open up your mouth and see if his name comes out. It's not Les Miles. It's not Bob Stoops. I know his name. Mike Gundy. <laughs> yeah, Mike Gundy. Go. I did okay. it. Yay. Yay. Well done. Good job, she. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man. I'm 40 is great and classic. You know, I was thinking, she, because uh, you've got, for people that are 40 can say that. For people that turn 50 can yes. say, I like to kick. Yes. And you know what I realized? There's not one for 30. That's because you have of. it all. 
That's because 30 is the best. That's right. That's you're right. on top of the world. Why would you possibly need a phrase to make you feel better about turning that age? Right. Yeah, you don't have to psych yourself up no. for 30. You don't have to declare your your val- validity at age 30. Right. Okay, maybe so. You might be right. I still think there might be room for 30, so I'm going to work on that. But, um, Tone, what do you think about, about uh, sports press conference rants? Practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> we talk, we're talking about practice. Are we talking about practice? We ain't talking about the game. We ain't talking about the game here. <laughs> we're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> um, who was that, Wopsle? That was Allen Iverson. It couldn't have been. Oh yeah, (laughs) Allen Iverson. That's one of my favorite ones because it's the most subdued, and he just keeps going. Like he's not yelling. He just keeps (laughs) going. Can I just interject? So disappointed. I just I just need to point out if you just lost a game and you have to get up there and talk to people who are just asking you idiotic questions, would you not? I would. I would react oh, to that yeah. exact way. I would too. I am I have, I'm contractually obligated to be up here. I am not contractually obligated to be nice to you. Right. You know? right. No, I was I was gonna point that out, <laughs> she that I'm actually surprised we don't have more than we <laughs> yes. do. Yeah. I feel like there could be a segment on Monday night football called This Weekend's Crazy Rant because <laughs> right. every single coach has to get up there and answer these stupid questions and they're mad and I'm surprised yeah. we don't have more. Yeah, in all the sports and all the teams, all the cities, and it only happens like once a decade, you know, where you get a really good memorable clip. Yeah, and it's like, why aren't more people mad? Can you imagine? You get, you get, you're driving home from work. You get home. You walk in your door. You're ready to take your work clothes off, but you can't yet because someone (laughs) has. There's there's a group of people with a microphone in your living room, and they're like, okay, so. Tell us about your work day today. Yeah. How did you and Kathy get along? Right. Yeah. How many ti- how many uh how many pieces of paperwork came into your office that were wrong? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you do about that? How did you feel about those papers? What are you going to do in the future to keep that from happening again? Right. You, Mark, you ah! totally missed that typo on your presentation. That right. Really, like changed things. Yeah. Um, how did your How did your bosses feel about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I totally think you're right. Like we we sh- we can enjoy them. I don't think we should hold it against them because. You've been so charged up for like hours and hours, and then that thing is kind of done, but you're still charged up. Yeah, and then they're just asking you these questions. I think one of my favorite, that the one that we do most in my house is uh, when the coach for the Lions, whatever they were doing really poorly, and one of the reporters said, hey, do you think you're going to make the playoffs? And he says, <laughs> he says, Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs. Playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Like it's such a great moment where where people are just um, just themselves and raw. It's so good. Well, one of one of the best ones for me, of course, is uh, Denny Green, Dennis Green, head coach. Yeah, I think he was head coach of the Cardinals at the time. He was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course he did the, uh, he got asked a question and he did the old, they are who we thought they were. 
They are who we thought they were. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the Bears were undefeated and Cardinals had them beat and then they lost it at the last little bit. Right. And he, and he said, they are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook. And we let them off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm just trying to imagine myself reacting that way to stuff in my office, you know, just that echoey building and, uh-huh. you know, just, I, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the papers coming in that you got to send back, like you were saying, she, that's something that could probably get like an office post game rant <laughs> going. I was trying to think of things in my day to day life that would get me a post game rant that would be worthwhile. Actually, that's not, I don't mind redoing the paperwork. It's fine. Actually, I, I know exactly what mine is. <laughs> and I know by this point of the podcast, um, no parents are listening. So I'm a youth pastor, as people probably know. And my post-game rant after a Wednesday night would be the fact that everyone knows that the programming is over at 730 at our church. And when mm-hmm. parents roll up at 915, that is oh, what would get me right. to ranting yes. saying, parents, yes. look at, I've texted you. You know this. I've, I've set you up to succeed so that I can go home and eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and you have left me high and dry sitting out here on the curb with this kid for an extra two hours. That would be mine. 915. <laughs> I'm pointing we're, at my watch. Nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. We ain't talking about eight fifteen. We're not talking about seven fifteen. I'm talking about nine fifteen. Yeah. The good thing about the rant is it's like post moment, right? Making you recall it. So that's why I'm still. I'm thinking now, like the rant would be. Oh, yeah. The parking lot at Walmart rant. About the person that went through the ten items or less lane with a cart right. full of seventy things, and I want I want to hear someone rant in the parking lot about what just happened in there. Yeah, yes. only only you're also taking it out on whoever's in front of you when they <laughs> right, say, the "How did you? Reporter. What happened? What do you feel about that?" <laughs> and then you take it out on them. Yeah, yeah, like when I was at Walmart, and for some reason, for like three consecutive visits, I had some maskless lady. In cutoffs and a tank top, the different ladies, okay, oh, okay, three different times, got get like within two inches of my body while I'm trying to pay for my stuff and throwing her stuff down and just starting to talk to me and looking around and I'm like she's trying to steal my credit card, so I, <laughs> and then I go out to the car first I'm like, uh, back off please, and she's like ah. And so, you know, then I have to rant when we get out and to the car. she was a seagull. Turned out she was a seagull. Right. <laughs> she said, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Not a seal, a seagull. <laughs> I can't do a seagull on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pardon me, seagull. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to fight a lady, okay? Three oh, consecutive man. times at Walmart. But, uh, yeah, then I go out to the car and rant. Rant, rant, rant to Maggie because she was there. It's all good. I didn't get the COVID. Didn't fight. That shows you just how nice we are, though. You got in this big fight with this la- with this person, and then you call her a lady. <laughs> I almost fought I a lady. This is supposed to be a, a, a clean podcast because I had other choice words for her. Oh, okay. But you're also just a kind person that chooses to call people things better than they deserve. So um, That's right. Yeah, but you guys didn't see me at the Walmart those nights. I was ready to fight. 
<laughs> been a long yeah. time since I was that mad. Yeah, that might uh, maybe the closest thing we get to an uh, in real life press conference is whenever someone was waiting for us in the car and something happens to us in the yes. store. Yeah. Then when we get back in the car and we're just going off about it, that's, right. that's a pretty close yeah. approximation. Right. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, I think we could go on a lot of, I wanted to talk about the real life examples about these rants. And so I think we hit that. And, and as with every review we do, I hope we're putting more of that idea into the world that more people would rant about everyday things. Um, because right. I think that that would make the world a better place. So not about dumb stuff like missing your mask, but like come home and rant about like, you know, your coffee creamer being out or something is what I mean. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So Your poor wife. So, no. So, <laughs> so listen, we, our our uh, youngest kid is three still. So we have the same rant every night. It's just, how could he? What did he do? Can you believe it? What? We also have a dog that's pooping in the house. We've got, we just rant back and forth and it's really a healthy thing. I think it strengthened our marriage yes. uh, tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. Today was the first day ever that Coda, my son, peed in a cup in the car because he couldn't make it home to the bathroom. So oh, just stood up in the back seat yeah. and peed in the cup and I was pretty proud. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Just a step of manhood right there. That's a North of Payton deal right there, isn't it? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's rate this puppy before we get going. Shishi, what is your rating of um, press conference rants? I got to rate it 40 out of 40 because I'm a man <laughs> right. and I'm 40. Man. I'm 40. Come after no. me. <laughs> now, Wapsle, won't you be actually saying this phrase come December? This is my 40 year, and I That's am excited I to, to be able to lean into that. Yeah. I'm so yes. excited for you to be 40 finally. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Tone, what do you rate uh, press conference rants? I'm going to give press conference rants <laughs> a B plus. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But <laughs> two things. Before, before my rating, I have a really good friend. He's a roughneck at OU, and his name is... Rants. Oh. Oh. And so every time we've said press conference rants, I'm thinking about him, <laughs> like as a character <laughs> at a press conference. I don't know what he's doing, but oh, that's press conference rants. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure his mom and dad listen. So if you guys listen, tell him that I thought about him while uh, we're talking about press conference rants. Start start calling him PC. <laughs> PC, PC rants. rants. Um. But, okay, so but my rating for press conference rants is one that I was afraid we weren't going to have any of the rants that I know well still left on the table after we discussed them. But there is one. It's when uh, I, I rate it <laughs> Herm Edwards. You play to win oh, the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. why you play the game. <laughs> uh huh. You play to win the game. <laughs> Oh man, they're all just so good. Um, if they're if we're gonna have a call to action at this episode, let's people go share on Facebook and tag Kick the Cool their favorite press conference rant because I would like to watch those all week long. I need them yes. in my life. <laughs> Maybe we'll share some of our favorites just because it's it's fun and um, get everybody a good laugh. 
Okay, well, that is going to do it for this episode of Kick the Cool. Listen, if you want to be like Jeff and um, help us out and give us a review that is like burning in your heart, we're here for you. You can send that review idea to reviews at kick.cool. You could be on next week's episode. Yeah, and of course, we all, we really want to thank Jeff for sending in that suggestion. Everybody, please send us your suggestions. Um, but also, we want to thank the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Please support the band Bugs in every way you can. They're a great band, and they're just getting started. So, yeah. And I just want to remind everyone that we still have mugs for sale. If you go to our website, mm -hmm. kick.cool, and there's a little coffee icon on the bottom right. Click that and buy us four or more coffees. I will send you a mug. Yeah, you will. That's right. What up? That's right. Well, we are so glad you have spent this time with us. We hope that your week is incredible. But until then, hey, everybody, I'm WAP. I'm She. And I'm Tone. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye, everybody. Shawshank Redemption. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs>